Attention, everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for KCOU, The Unwritten Rule, a comedic sports show from the heart of Missouri. Alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren, here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome back to The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. Today is Friday, April 28th, and Will Levis is officially... uh, Kenny, Peyton, we went to the NFL unemployed. draft. Un- yeah. Yes, he's, for, un- he's unemployed. For at least some time, he is. We did go to the draft. We did go to the draft. Uh, we're going to talk about it. I wanted to make the Will Levis joke. I couldn't help it. We did tweet Sup, so we were we were, we were there supporting him. Yeah, you jinxed him. Yeah, you thought yeah. you were going to get him two That's overall. That's my bad. No, the, the he hasn't rule. been drafted yet. Yeah, yeah. the Unwritten Rule Twitter account jinxed him. Uh, no, it was just my the Twitter account. The Undrafted Rule. Was that just you? It was just me. Oh. That was my tweet. Wow. Yeah, Kenny, yeah. Kenny. Set yeah, himself on the line there. Um, but, yeah, we were at the NFL draft. We're going to talk about it, recap round one, including Will Levis's slide. We have a question about that. But we had to bring a guest back uh, to do so. Um, so we're excited. Returning friend of the show. We're going to welcome him on to recap the draft. PFF college football analyst and now the host of Preferred Walk-On. Um, brand new show, so check it out. And it's our good friend Max Chadwick. Max, welcome back to The Unwritten Rule. Happy to hear your voice again. And uh, how was the draft night one for you? Thank you, guys. You're the first people that are happy to, to hear my voice again. But, yeah, <laughs> man, the, the first first round of the draft w- was awesome, man. I, I'm, I've always wanted to go to the draft, so I'd love to hear how your guys' perspective of, was of actually being there. Uh, that's pretty sweet. But, uh, yeah, last night was pretty insane. You know, a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff that I did not expect at all happened last night. I'm excited to talk about it with you guys. Yeah, definitely. Should we, should we do, like, a quick just – yeah, thought about draft. each thing we thought about okay, first. Peyton, go. Do. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. We had pretty good seats. Well, seats, you had to stand the whole time. Mm-hmm. That was like the drawback. You had to stand on a hill the whole time. But, I mean, it was cool. I'm glad we went. It's a cool experience. Uh, and then once all our teams made picks, we went sat we went further sat back. Yeah. So, I really wish we got to do the fan experience more, but the lines were ungodly. Yeah. So, I don't – it's whatever. Um, my favorite thing, and I think a lot of people like this too, is like looking at the different jerseys yes. and just seeing like crazy ones. I mean, I had a pretty unorthodox jersey for the Texans and Kenny Stills. Um, but overall, it was a fun time. I mean, there are some interesting characters out there in the crowd too. A lot of people like to talk to you. It's like, yeah. it's like I don't really know anything about your team, man. Like, I don't really care but um it was fun i mean there's a lot of passionate people and that's what you like to see yeah i liked it it very much is like you you kind of always wonder from years of watching the draft what it's like to be in the thick of like kenny said the random just jerseys scattered Mm -hmm. around yeah you talk to some interesting people um i got a lot of very angry looks because um i wore a joe burrow jersey and i forgot that chiefs fans really don't like the bengals so um, I got a couple, couple dirty looks, a couple words, and I'm not a Bengals fan. I just wanted to wear the jersey, so that was that was interesting because I just could kind of laugh it off. But it was, yeah, it was fun. I, I also I wanted to run the forty. I wanted to kick a field goal, but yeah, the lines were lines too were long. Crazy. Also, like I realized that's more of a thing for like little kids, and I'm kind of like, like yeah, but they they won't remember this. You will. Yeah, true. you'll remember That's it. A good point. That's they don't. Point. Des- they don't deserve to have yeah, it. Yeah. They won't remember. It's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a. It was a fun. I was definitely a fun experience. We saw Fall Out Boy after, and Peyton's eardrums are. Still My suffering. eardrum hurts still. <laughs> so they, the speakers were cranked to like yeah. twenty. That was the um, other thing. Goodell still a little too quiet. They had some audio. Yeah. Goodell some audio was quiet. Issues. Fall Out Boy was plenty loud enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fall yeah. Up, maybe Fall Out Boy should have just announced all the picks. They should have. I don't know. Um, okay, so. Yeah, thoughts. We that's our thoughts on the draft. His first impressions. Um, it was fun to be there. But Max, um, we'll we'll get to it. So before the draft, I, I want to ask you. I mentioned it in in the little intro, but you have this new show, Preferred Walk On, um, and uh-huh. I just I, I want to give you the chance to just talk about it because I know it's a new show for you and stuff. And I listened to the Caleb Williams episode. Um, how was it interviewing him? And and what's Preferred Walk On all about for people who might not know? Well, I appreciate you guys, you know, letting me shout that out. But yes, there's a new college football show we're, we're doing here. And uh, I've, I've, you know, we've been, I've been interviewing a lot of really cool players around college football. And, you know, I've been turning them into feature articles. And I've eventually was like, you know what? I think these should just be YouTube videos too. So, uh, yeah, the Caleb Williams video is out now. 
Um, actually, there's an interesting pick in this draft that I think pertains to Caleb Williams that I was going nuts over last night as a college football guy. Uh, but yeah, Caleb Williams, uh, got Joe Alt coming on the show soon. Olu Fashanu, the Penn State left tackle. Those three should be top 10 picks next year. Uh, some big, big time players coming down the pipeline too. Jaden Daniels, the LSU quarterback, Jordan Travis, Florida State quarterback. So yeah, and, and other episodes too, where it's not an interview, but I just dive into something in college football. Uh, I did an all eligible mock draft already. So yeah, go check it out. Nice. Preferred walk on anywhere you get your podcast uh, and any, of course on YouTube too. So yeah, really, really excited about that, but that show going forward. I'm looking forward to the hour long debate on who's going to start a quarterback for Mizzou this year. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be, it's coming. Yeah. But pivoting uh, to the NFL draft now, um, yeah, you were very active on Twitter and you even predicted the top three right before the draft started. We, I know we saw your tweet. We didn't get to shout you out about it at all. Cause there was like no service at all, but i um, looking at those top <laughs> five picks, um, which came as like, you know, a biggest surprise to you. I mean, there, there was a trade. I could not, believe and this is what i was talking about caleb williams could not believe houston went back up to three so i thought will anderson jr was going to be a third pick probably to arizona if not traded down to another team houston traded up to three and originally the trade came out i was like oh they gave up a 2024 first round pick and everyone was kind of like okay cool whatever and moved on to the anthony richardson pick and all that i as the college football guy was like which pick is it because the Texans have, of course, their pick next year. They also have the Browns pick from the Deshaun Watson trade. There's a major difference between those two picks because the Browns are probably going to be a decent team. The Texans are not. Right now in the betting odds, the Texans are the worst team to win the Super Bowl, according to the betting odds. So if you go by that, they're the worst team in the league next year, which means they might have just traded away Caleb Williams. And I know they took C.J. Stroud already with the second overall pick. But can you imagine the haul, even if they wanted to keep C.J. Stroud, can you imagine the haul that they would get for Caleb Williams with the number one overall pick? And now Arizona owns that pick. And Arizona also has the second worst odds to win the Super Bowl. So I'm doing a way too early mock draft for PFF that comes out on Sunday. They're going to have the first two picks of the draft. They're going to get Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. So if that happens, I mean, you know, nobody cares about the 2024 draft right now. Only me as a college football guy, really. But that is a massive, massive deal that I don't think enough people are talking about right now. It's that they gave up their own first round pick and not the Browns pick. And that could end up being someone like Caleb Williams or even Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, I mean, just that Texans pick. I mean, it was the entire crowd kind of was similar. They just kind of went nuts when they saw the Texans logo pop up. I mean, um, a lot of people praised that there were obviously everyone every year goes and does their winners and losers. Um, In your mind, who would you say walked out of the first round as the quote unquote winner of day one? I would say the Cardinals just, just for, you know, the reports were coming out that they wanted Paris Johnson jr. That's who they would have taken at three. If they couldn't find a a dance partner uh, to trade back with, and they ended up getting him at six. So, you know, they got the player that they were going to take already at three. Plus you add all those picks that you got from the Texans. And one of them being, like I said, could be a top five pick, if not the first overall pick in next year's draft. So Cardinals, big winners, obviously Seattle too. I love Devin Witherspoon, love Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think both of those guys are top 10 prospects and they got them at five and 20. So I think Seattle did a great job. I loved what the Eagles did too, getting two Georgia guys, Jalen Carter, who I think is a top three prospect in the class, Nolan Smith, who I thought was going to go top 15, ended up going 30. Uh, so yeah, I thought the Eagles and the Seahawks in terms of who they got really won the draft. But in terms of the biggest winner, I mean, just looking ahead to the future, I think Arizona is for me is the big clear winner. Yeah. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, we're talking to PFF college football analyst and host of the preferred walk on podcast, Max Chadwick. Um, Max, it makes me very happy, first and foremost, that you talked about the Seahawks, uh, because despite my wearing the Joe Burrow jersey, I'm a Seahawks fan. Uh, that We have a good video of, of my reaction to Jackson Smith and Jigba. I was just getting more excited as like the picks like ticked down, and he was still there, because I didn't think he would be. But um, yeah. I, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so I mentioned it, obviously, in the little intro. Um, one of the big stories of the draft, we know Will Levis is still currently unemployed. He's searching for a team. <laughs> Um, Peyton, Peyton and I were actually talking 
beforehand, and he had remembered you, I believe, being a bit critical of Will Levis the last time you came on our show. So were you surprised by him sliding all the way out of round one? And then now, day two, who is a team do you th- that you think could maybe pick him up? I was floored that he fell out of the first <laughs> round. I, I, I even would have taken him in the first round, too. I know I was a little bit critical of him, but I mean, I thought he was a guy that you could take in the teens range and um, you know, I thought the NFL would really like someone like him because they see him with all those tools and they say, OK, he wasn't good in college. But, hey, Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, they weren't great in college either. Look how good they are. I thought the NFL would see him in a similar light. I, I cannot believe he is still in the second round. I don't think Will Levis could believe it either. Uh, if you guys I know mean, you guys were there at the draft, but I mean, ESPN, that poor kid was being shown on ESPN every <laughs> single pick. And, and the, the, their analytics department was saying, oh, there's a less than 1% chance that he's, he'd be available right now. And here he is. And it's like, oh, my God, this poor kid. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm, I cannot believe he's still here. I know the Steelers with a 32nd overall pick are open to trading it. I could see a team like the Titans. I know the Titans do like Will Levis. I can see them trying to move up for him. I can see maybe the Rams take Will Levis. I would love Will Levis to go to Detroit. You know, they got a great receiving core there. Of course, when Jamison Williams comes back from the suspension, great offensive line, an amazing play caller, Ben Johnson. I think Will Levis needs a good environment. Detroit would be a perfect environment for him, even though they had a terrible first round uh, last night. But, yeah, them, the Raiders maybe could could make a move for him too. I mean, I honestly don't know where he's going to go. I can't believe he's still here. I thought – some team would trade up at the back end of the first round in order to secure the 50-year option, which, of course, is so valuable for quarterbacks. Nobody did it last night. So I, I am floored that he's still available here, but I think he'll come off the board very early, if not with the first pick of the second round. I, I want to point out one thing, Max. You say, like, uh, feel bad for this kid, you know, being on TV and Will Levis. I think he's older than you. <laughs> I yeah. think there is a chance there. <laughs> He might, he might be a little – I think he's still younger than me. I, I would technically be a six-year college student right now. So okay. he would be – I think he's a fifth-year. So I'm, I'm a year <laughs> older. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I love just calling these guys kids when I'm like, yeah, about around yeah, the same age. Around the same age. Yeah. Uh, but sticking in this first round, um, you mentioned Nolan Smith falling, falling to the Eagles. But was there really just one underrated selection that really stood out to you, guy falling or just you know great value in the pick, just of any of the picks in the first round? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, that the Jalen Carter one I, I loved. Another one that I really, really liked uh, was Peter Skaronsky going 11 to the Titans. I mean, if you ask me, besides quarterback, obviously, but the biggest need the Titans have is along the offensive line. And for my money, Peter Skaronsky is the best offensive lineman in the draft and maybe a top 5 to 10 prospect, and they got him at 11 overall. So not only is it great value that you got him at, but it also fills a massive need and I think Peter Skoronsky is a is a stud for them. So, yeah, that was a pick I really like. Christian Gonzalez going to the Patriots at 17. It's just like the New England. Bill Belichick does it again, man. You know, where he just gets this guy that could have been a top 10 pick, ends up falling to 17. I loved that pick, too. So, yeah, I, there's a lot of picks that I, I really, really enjoyed. And there are still some really, really good players on day two that I can't believe are still there. Like, of course, Will Levis. Brian Branch is still there. Uh, Michael Mayer is still there. Joey Porter Jr. still there. Like there are really, really good players available in this draft that personally I, I cannot believe they're still there. Uh just go in the opposite direction, Matt, uh, Max. Do you think there was maybe someone you felt was overdrafted? I know a lot of people, the Lions picks in particular, were kind of the targets for that with Jack Campbell and Jameer Gibbs at uh eighteen and twelve. Um, but is there one you felt was overdrafted? Yeah, the Lions, I think, are the easiest answer there. Of course, you know, you, you have not only taking Jameer Gibbs at 12 and Jack Campbell at 18, like neither of them should have been first-round picks, in my opinion. And also they play two of the least valuable positions in football in terms of running back and off-ball linebacker. But I feel like, you know, they, they've been ragged on a lot by everyone right now, so I'll, I'll try to go somewhere else for you guys. Uh <laughs> B. John Robinson at eight, I would take him with the eighth overall pick. I would not take him with the eighth overall pick if I'm the Atlanta Falcons. They have so many needs on that defensive side of the ball. And uh, still, even after paying so many people, they really should have used that pick on someone like Jalen Carter or even adding another corner in Christian Gonzalez. So that's kind of a luxury pick that for a team that can't afford luxury right now. You know, they need valuable players. And I know uh, Arthur Smith would love like a new Derrick Henry in that offense. But I don't know. Bijan Robinson in the top 10, I don't hate. I just don't like it for a team like Atlanta 
with so many holes in their roster too. I didn't like the Packers taking Lucas Van Ness over a wide receiver. I think it's ridiculous now. I actually looked it up. They haven't taken a first-round wide receiver or tight end since 2002. It's been over 20 years since the Packers took a pass catcher in the first round, which is absolutely absurd with how valuable pass catchers are in today's day and age. So, you know, they're making the same mistakes with Jordan Love that they did with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, They just keep taking defensive linemen and just, you know, throwing it like that. So, yeah, that's another pick where I just – and Will McDonald going to the Jets too. I would have loved in Jigba going to the Jets there. Um, So, yeah, those are just some of the picks that I was like, "Eh, I don't know about that one. Aaron Rodgers was 19 last time (laughs) the Packers took a quarterback – or tight end. He was just starting yep. at Cal. Yep. They were like, okay, no, no more. Yeah. We're, not, we're not getting any <laughs> weapons here. They knew. They had JSN. He was right there. Yep. Uh, once again, we're they talking did. to uh, PFF college football analyst and host of Preferred Walk-On, Max Chadwick. Uh, Max, there was, there was two things I, I wanted to follow up with that. One, with the Bijan Robinson pick, I had the thought, like you said, it seemed like the Falcons had some other holes. Did, like, was it was it kind of that they did get a little bit blinded by Maybe the the glamour of of him because I know he is really talented, but obviously running back, you know, is not a, a position of of need as much in this in this you know pass heavy league. Do you think they were a little bit uh, like, you know, just looked at the glamour of that pick, maybe pleasing the fans? Exactly, and, and so this is the, the the issue with the NFL draft that really you don't have an issue with any other draft. Any other draft is basically best player available. And if you ask me, who is the best football player in the twenty twenty three NFL draft? Easiest answer is Bijan Robinson. That if you told me that any player in this draft would bust, the one I'd be most surprised by is Bijan Robinson. I think he's a better running back prospect than Saquon Barkley was, uh, and I'm even a Penn State fan saying that too. So I mean, you look, you're looking at him and you're saying, oh, he might be the best running back to come out of college since Adrian Peterson in 2007. So it sounds weird when you're like, oh, the eighth overall pick that's still too high for him, or he shouldn't have gone there. But it's just because the NFL, the positional value matters so much in this draft and yeah, the Falcons just, they couldn't afford to do that. You know, they, they really needed more valuable positions like corner, like D tackle, which a guy like Jalen Carter, uh, they just, I just thought Bijan Robinson was too much of a luxury for them. And yeah, Arthur Smith, of course, loves running backs, but also you got to remember Tyler Algier had an awesome rookie year last year for the Falcons. He was actually the highest graded rookie running back last year. One of the top five highest graded running backs period last season. And they still took Bijan Robinson with the eighth overall pick. So that was like one where I was like, man, you already have Algier. Who's a good enough running back. Now he's not a superstar like Bijan, obviously. Uh, and Bijan will be a superstar for them. I'm not saying he won't be, or he won't bust or anything, but he just won't be worth that pick when this roster just needs good, valuable players. And Robinson's a great player. I don't know if he's as much of a valuable one that the Falcons need right now. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. The Algier thing, I mean, that shows you can find really good, valuable rushers uh, it, on day three of the draft. I mean, he was a round five, I want to say, pick, and he was a yeah. rookie and gave them a 1,000 yards just out of nowhere. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I do agree, though. B. John Robinson is great, but just not good value. Um, but just entering day two now um, where teams – can also find a lot of great starters at this part part of the draft. Um, what position do you think entering day two is still the deepest in this class? Ooh, that's a that's a good question. Um, I really do like this tight end class, and I know we had Dalton Kincaid go last night already. Uh, Michael Mayer to me was tight end one, and I personally would have had him borderline top ten, maybe top fifteen prospect in the entire class. Like I think he is a phenomenal tight end prospect i was floored when dallas passed him up at 26 i really thought he was gonna be the pick there for for jerry and for dallas but can't believe he's still there brian branch another guy i can't believe so safety class outside of branch safety class isn't great but brian branch should have been a top 15 pick you know i I, he's a phenomenal football player can play free safety for you can play slot corner for you do everything he's a great run defender great in coverage even a good pass rusher too uh, he's just a great football player, man. I think NFL really overthought Brian Branch. He should have been a top 15 pick. So, yeah, him and Mayer, and, you know, those are the guys that I'm I'm still surprised that are still available right now. But I would say the tight end class is really good, and there was only one tight end in the first round last night. So I thought there should have been two tight ends last night, and we still have a ton of really good ones available, like Michael Mayer, like Luke Musgrave, like Sam Laporta, uh, like Tucker Craft, and guys like that. So, yeah, the tight end class is – and interior offensive line, too, I think is a really good 
class as well. I, I'm surprised Osiris Torrance wasn't picked last night. Uh, John Michael Smith is really good too. So yeah, I see the tight end interior line. And of course, Brian Branch is one that I'm, I can't believe he's still there. Yeah. Uh, Peyton as a bears fan loves Notre Dame tight ends. So I know he's right. happy to hear that. <laughs> Let's calm down. Um, well, Max, thank you so much for this insight is great. I, you know, we've talked about Will Levis and some of the quarterbacks, some of these players, but I think we do need to answer the question that is gotta be the most on everyone's mind still. When is Stetson Bennett going? I mean, two-time national <laughs> champ. Like, you know, this guy's a proven winner. Great what, athlete. Yeah. Jim <laughs> Rat. Yeah. What's when's he gonna first one he, in, last one out? When's he gonna get picked up? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. He he will be picked. I think he will be picked. I think he'll be picked somewhere. Oh boy, fifth, sixth round sounds sounds right for him. I mean, he's a guy that. Uh, I had another interview and someone asked me, will he throw an NFL touchdown pass? And I said, 1000% yeah. you will throw an NFL touchdown pass. He seems like the next Taylor Heineke, you know, or just like <laughs> this guy just plays. And he's not good. Nope. Everyone thinks he's not good, but still he just like wins some games too. Uh, yeah. Stephen Bennett, probably a, a fifth, sixth round pick. Good backup quarterback. And for a team like uh, maybe Carolina, uh, you know, with Bryce Young there, I think he fits that system with them too. So maybe them, uh, maybe Houston. I don't know. He'd be a good backup quarterback for a team that just took another rookie, kind of like a lot what Washington did when they took RG three, the number two pick, and then Kirk Cousins later. Not saying Stetson Bennett is going to be, you know, a forty million dollar a year quarterback like Kirk Cousins, but I think he's going to be a good backup quarterback that you could develop behind maybe another young quarterback. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if Stetson Bennett ends up starting some games for a team as they try to find the next franchise quarterback. Okay. I like it. I like the, I like the prediction. Um, well, Max, thank you so much. Um, that is a PFF college football analyst and then host of preferred walk on, go check that out wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, Max Chadwick, Ma- Max, uh, we'll have you on, uh, another time soon for sure. Um, as we talk 2024 stuff, but we appreciate you taking the time and, and best luck with the podcast. Of course, guys, I really appreciate you guys having me on again. And yeah, whenever you want, let me know. All righty. With that, we're going to kick it to a quick break. It is 3.23 here in Columbia. We'll be back with Unwritten in just a minute. Lay. Zer. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Welcome back to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. Uh, we just got done talking to PFF analyst, college football analyst, and host of the Preferred Walk-On podcast, Max Chadwick. He just went and talked with Caleb Williams. He did ask him about the fingernails. I forgot to bring that up. Oh, did he? So, yeah. Uh, if you want to go listen to that, go check out his podcast. I heard they said bleep the Unwritten Rule on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Caleb, Williams is, Caleb Williams is not a fan. Yeah, yeah apparently. Um, Should have came to Wisconsin. So, beef. Anyway, uh, we have quick hits Dang time. you. Um, big Cat. Yeah, Jersey you Big it. Cat. It's Big Cat's fault. You can look into why. I'm not going to say. Uh, quick hits. Jerseys of the week. Kenneth. Phone number 573 Did you tweet it? Did you tweet it? Did you tweet it? Yep, tweeted it twice. Okay. Did you tweet it? Yeah. 573- 573-557-5134. Tweet it. Yeah, I tweeted it. 573-557-5134 is the phone number. I actually showed someone this phone number the other day. They thought it was so cool. And yeah. then they, they read one of the most recent messages that was directed at Peyton. They were like, oh, my gosh, that is so mean. It's like, well, that's our, that's our show. show. We're mean. <laughs> showed, I showed this one. I can't tell what that is. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, this is a little mean. Um, okay, so my jersey of the week, though, is a Tom Brady Expos jersey. Uh, for those who don't know, Tom Brady was also a catcher in high school um, in California. He was drafted by the Montreal Expos. He was the last professional athlete to retire that was drafted by the Expos because mm. he, he retired this past season. Um, but we saw a baseball jersey of Tom Brady at the draft, and that was my jersey of the week. All of ours are draft-themed, by yeah. the way. We, we could we not We saw do all that. these at the draft. Peyton's is um, the best one yet. Uh, my, my jersey <laughs> is a Charles Tillman, Peanut Tillman Bears jersey. Now, you may be thinking, that's a Hall of Fame cornerback. That's not that weird. This is why it was weird. Once the once we moved back to sit down just to end the draft, you know, just let's rest our legs mm-hmm. before our hike back to the car. Um, we were sitting behind uh, a father and what we thought was his son. This looked like a little kid the way this guy was sitting on the stairs. And then wouldn't you know when these two stood up, 
It was like a guy getting out of a clown car. I mean, this guy was taught like a full-grown man. And then we all looked at each other and said, we thought that was a little kid. Yeah. It, it's like it's hard to describe the way, like, because he was just this guy back. Just he was normal height. Like, he was, yeah, yeah, he was like, like a he small was like guy. Tall. He was a full adult. He was yeah, like he maybe was five nine adult. or something. Yeah. yeah, he was a full adult, and like we did, like I thought there, and I was like, oh, is like I that's cool. This was like a that's probably and his a dad's. Son. That's probably his dad's peanut Tillman jersey. Kids wear yeah, it. Died to the draft. And no, and, this this was a, a adult. Yeah, this was an adult. Um, so shout out to that guy. Yeah. I love Peanut Tillman. So Peanut Tillman rocks. Uh, oh. My jersey of the week uh, is a C.J. Stroud Panthers jersey. You might be thinking, wait a minute, C.J. Stroud didn't get drafted by the Panthers. No, he didn't. But a guy at the draft, I guess, was so confident that he would, he made a C.J. Stroud Panthers custom jersey, and I guess now he is the only one that will ever be in existence. This is so. why you don't make jerseys based on draft rumors in March. Yeah, that's what the guy that came up to me, his name was... Jonathan. Jonathan. He came up to me and he had a uh, Bryce Young jersey or jersey Texans, and he told me he made it in January or something. Oh, yeah. So thank you, Davis. Those two guys should just trade jerseys. Yeah, exactly. Because you know they're still fans. The the teams are still wrong. Well, but (laughs) you have at least their jersey. You can. You get a good story out of that. All right. All right. Uh, Spelling bee. I'm keeping it on the NFL. Um, Draft beat, and we're going to go NFL first round draftees this year. I actually had to change one. Um, because somebody wasn't drafted last night that I thought was oh, going to be. Oh, dude, Will Levis on the spelling bee? Yeah. Wow. No, it's Stetson Bennett. Um, are you guys <laughs> off the dock? Yeah. Yeah. I told you this one's going to probably be pretty easy because um, we already talked about it last night. But uh, first off is Quentin Johnson, wide receiver TCU. You go first. I'm going first. Now the Chargers. I, I also very much like uh, Quentin Johnson. I think he's a good yeah, prospect. Yeah, that's why I'm letting you go okay. first. Okay, Q U. Oh shoot, Q U I N. No. Oh no. Peyton. Oh man. <laughs> Um, now I'm on the spot. That's a Q-U-E. I think it is. It's Q-U-E. Yep. N-T-O-N. No. Oh, is it I-N? It's I-N. And then Johnson is just how Johnson spelled. I think it's Johnston, isn't it? No, it's Johnson. Is it? Yeah. Pretty sure it's Johnson. I swear it was Johnston. It is indeed. Johnston. It is Quentin Johnston. okay. So we got it right. Yep, automatically. Yep. Because I got it wrong. It was User misspelled error. on the yeah. It was misspelled on the dock. Yeah. Right, the next one. This was a big one at the draft. A lot of K State fans in the crowd got pretty mad oh, at us oh, about crap. this pick. Yeah. Um. So it is Felix, uh, and you DK Uzuma. This was really sad because this guy got drafted, and uh, then this this guy who was clearly went to K State and was a Chiefs mm-hmm. fan was yelling, and Kenny yelled "Go Mizzou!" At no, him. I yelled "Miz." I and then he got really up in Kenny's face and said, you know, we destroyed your team in football. And all we could really do was be like, yeah, and you're probably going to continue to do that. I was like, do it again. Yeah. I mean, nothing to lose. We couldn't even have the one up Let's in men's basketball either. About, because... I don't want to make this about Mizzou football. Right? <laughs> Just I have been in a good mood. All right, spell Felix's last name. Uh, all right, so I'm not even going to bother spelling Felix. I mean, it's Felix is only okay. spelled one way. All right, Inudike Uzoma, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, A-N-U. Mm-hmm. D I K E hyphen uh, Uzoma U Z O M A H. There is an H. There you go. Nice, Peyton. I'm glad you looked it up before I saw you on your phone. I was reading a text. Was it the answer? No, it was, no. It was a text. The did name. Justin or did someone out there send it to you? No. You have, you were lying. I'm not lying. Look at his lying. face, Jack. All right, Jack. Give me a phone. I'm not yeah, he's lying. Uh, Jack, you have Jackson Smith and Jigba. I thought that was the best option oh, for you. Okay, yes. I have, a, uh, I have a confession to make. You lied. You <laughs> I'm cheated. Lying. Yeah. I woke up this morning, by the way, and watched his Rose Bowl highlights against. I'm so happy. You were playing them in the car on the way I was. home. I was. He was for like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I was. I'm very happy. Um, J A X O N. S M I T H hyphen, and then it's N J I G B A. There you go, there three you for go. three. That's my franchise receiver. When you, when you were originally playing his highlights, I'm like, what sporting event is going on at <laughs> one o'clock in the morning in Kansas City? Um, the last yeah, name on the spelling bee is Kalijah Cansey. Good pick, Peyton. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kalijah Cansey's an easy one. C A L I J A H K. A N C E Y. There you go. Four nice. for four. Call us Wendy's. A big win there. We really did not go four for four. We did though because we got the first one by default. We Everybody went else two went for cheated. four. And, we and, and Peyton cheated. Yeah. 
We also misspelled Quentin, not Johnston. <laughs> so, um, best beat of the week. Mine is plus sixteen hundred that the Patriots draft Will Levis. I love it. He visited. He visited. I yeah. thought I really did kind of think he was going to be. The so did I. We, we were thinking about that last time when New England moved back. Yeah. Um, and he's an SEC quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm. A quarterback room of mm. Mac Jones, Will Levis, and Bailey Zappi would be great. That'd be that'd be it such a be fun. It would be the most mid <laughs> just QB so, room so I've mid. ever seen. So mid, mid to bad. You um, could chase them because they can't run. It's all true. right, my best beat of the week. Mobile. Um, Mac Jones got trucked. We're gonna steer a little off the draft here because oh my god, we've talked about it at nauseum today. Um, <laughs> I found out today that the White Sox are seven and nineteen. That is really <laughs> bad. Like really stunningly bad. I did not. I didn't think that team would be that good, but they're really bad. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take their live under of 74 and a half wins, which is insane because I would have thought they would have gone at least a little above 500. They're 12 games under 500. Their window to win, the, to win the World Series was like as open as like the windows in the back of Jack's car. We're not going to say why the windows had to be down, but yeah, I mean, like they were, they were the window was like very open small. for 10 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Their highlight was a Larry Garcia home run off of Yimi Garcia. Weren't they supposed to be, yeah, contenders? Yeah. Is saying that? It's wow. almost like they're Three poorly constructed. Um, but, yeah, White Sox under 74 and a half wins. Lock it in. Uh, I'm going straight back to the draft. Uh, my best <laughs> beat of the week is plus 2,500 that Stetson Bennett gets drafted in round three. Don't bet that. Uh, <laughs> Do not. He won fade. Two, two national championships. This is a proven winner. And I think it's fade, take him. Fade this bet, all right? You'll make two we cents off it. don't give gambling it. advice. You'll make two cents off it, but I would fade this bet. Nope. Did ride. the unwritten rule also ride. does not We do not condone gambling. gambling. Did he? I think Our he won gambling. a national championship in JUCO, too. That's three. Make it three. That's three. There you go. Born winner. Three for round three. Stetson Bennett, book it. My Dirty Bird of the Week. Um, it's very sad. The St. Louis Cardinals option Jordan Walker. After they lost the Giants, Jordan Walker didn't play in the game. He was also like four for his last eight before yeah, he got optioned. Bad, no, four four for his last eight is good. Kenny, he was, he's been bad. Yeah, but he was playing well. They was figuring something out, and then they didn't play him for two games, and then they optioned him. That's mm. like two games worth of good performances. Yeah, and that he was figuring something out, and then they optioned him. I mean, I'm on the Cardinals side here. I mean, they they're really bad right now. Nothing is going right for them. I mean, their pitching staff all has AARP cards. I mean, yeah. there's just nothing going wrong, going right for the Cardinals. That's your rookie of the year, too. That was my rookie of the year. It's tough. Yeah. Not anymore. Um, my dirty bird of the week, Lamar Jackson. Congrats. He finally, him and the Ravens, it became even more evident. I never thought he was leaving. It became even more evident after Hotel signed and the photo of them on FaceTime. And AB. Yeah, okay. That could have actually been uh, a pick. But, yeah, we'll throw bonus dirty bird a. is AB for tweeting that. He was back in the NFL, hashtag Ravens flock. But no, Lamar Jackson, five years, 260 mil. I believe it's like 181.5 guaranteed. Um, good, That had to happen. Good for both sides. We told That's people it. at the draft, congrats. Yeah, Kenny him. had one of the most formal congratulations for a football thing I've ever seen. He just was walking past the Lamar and just went, congrats on Lamar. And the guy went, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> away. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, my dirty bird of the week. Uh, I really want, Kenny, can you say his name again? Remember when we did? We had this little Sully March. Yeah, I told you. Uh, it's a guy named Sully March who plays for. How did you think it was pronounced? I didn't think it was pronounced. I couldn't spell it. Oh, that's what oh. it was. Sorry, I got confused. I should have had you spell it. Um, yeah, it's a guy named Sully March. I, I, there was a lot of funny oh, stuff that happened I in soccer said this March week. Too. My bad. So I, I wanted to do uh, something soccer related. He missed uh, the only penalty of a penalty shootout that eliminated his team from what's called the FA Cup, which is like the big tournament of English. I teams. tweeted the video. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny has the video, yeah. so check Twitter. Uh, but he plays for Brighton and Hove Albion, and their mascot is the Seagulls. So <laughs> That is the connection. There, it's, it's I didn't like even a, think there was a connection. I yeah, just thought he was, no, no, he was no, no, just no. bad. I, made the, I was making the connection. Okay. It's either them or Tottenham for giving up five goals in 20 minutes the other day. So there you go. There's the soccer for the week. Best thing you learned? Best thing I learned this week, Fallout Boy at the NFL draft is incredibly loud. My ear still hurts, and they played two songs that I heard. Um that's what I learned. Um, best thing I learned this week is that Drew Maggie ma- finally made his major league debut. He played 1,154 games across 13 seasons in the minor leagues. In his first at-bat, he 
had a pitch clock violation. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he was getting a standing ovation, and it took too long. Oh, I heard and about so he this. got a pitch clock violation. He's 0 for 4 through two games, but... Uh, Welcome to the big, Welcome league. to the big leagues. Hey, rules are rules. Yeah, I mean, right? he had the pitch clock in the minor leagues, and he let that happen. Yeah, rules are rules. And Come he's on. got plenty of experience with it. Yeah. Uh, so. He is uh, 33 years old. Nice. Good for Drew. His brother's uh, name is Bo. Nice. Uh, best thing I learned, Stephen A. Smith is single-handedly the reason that R.J. Barrett had a good playoff series. Uh, on first take this week, they posted a graphic while Stephen A. Smith was talking about the Knicks that said, uh, does Stephen A. Smith deserve credit for RJ's turnaround? RJ Barrett had a really bad game one and two for the Knicks against the Cavs. Then Stephen A. Smith called him out. Then RJ Barrett played really well for the rest of that series. The Knicks advanced. And then a reporter asked RJ Barrett about uh, the Stephen A. Smith quote. And he said, that was the only thing I saw. And now I played really good. So Stephen A. Smith is trying to take credit for that. Um, so good to know first take is still first taking. Stephen A. Smith doesn't even know some of the things that go on online. Like people, he, he, that one time that he tweeted is like, "Guys, check this out," and it was just like it just said JPEG or yeah, something. I mean, take a it, look, IMG. y'all. Take a look, y'all. Take a look, it, y'all. He, y'all he, does, he doesn't remember that. Yeah. Someone asked him, and he has no idea. Yeah. So thanks, Stephen A. Smith. I'm glad that R.J. Barrett is good only because of you. Mm-hmm. Some of the tweets from him are wild. I mean, I, I wish I could bring some of the ones I'm thinking up on air, but um, that's why they're there. wild. Yeah. Ratio of the week goes to the Houston Texans. Not much to choose from this week, but they uh, tweeted in some really awkward font. Failure is not an option, colon. <laughs> it's a necessity. I love your theory Every misstep on this. is a lesson learned. Every setback, a chance to grow stronger, embrace the struggle, and become unstoppable. Um, the Texans admin's girlfriend broke up with him. This is just, I don't understand <laughs> this at all. Um, it got up to 583 replies, 1,600 likes, and... 1,200 quote tweets. I mean, Jim Irsay also had a good one earlier, and I tweeted oh, yeah. it. But, I mean, it, nothing was really good this week. Jack Easterby also, uh, he, he probably took control of the, the Twitter and tweeted that one. Yeah, Voldemort like is what someone Voldemort. wasn't that's calling a, him. That's, they that's were, a whole that's, That was just story. such a weird story. Yeah, yeah. but There's some interesting another characters time. at the NFL draft. Yeah. If there's no theme that you take away from the show, that's what you take away. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I love that theory. They just the admin just had a was going through something. Just wanted to it use. It just doesn't even look good. And the Texans are good at graphics. I mean, I after they, I hope after they lose their first game, they just tweet Marvin's room like the screenshot. <laughs> tweets. Um, nice. All right, we'll go to break. Uh, we come back. We're going to talk a little NBA playoffs, and then we're going to have uh, our student segment. We're going to talk a little classroom uh, with with some fellow Mizzou students uh, to wrap up the show. So. Stay tuned. It's 3.40 here in, K- in Columbia. I almost said here in KCOU. But uh, you're listening to KCOU, The Unwritten Rule. We will be right back. Back to the Unwritten Rule, KCOU 88.1 FM. Good job, Peyton. Uh, Thank you. We just got done with quick hits. We're going to do a little NBA segment. and um, You're going to do a little NBA Yeah, we're going to step away on this, this one. Is, these are my thoughts. I hope the Grizzlies and Kings come back. That's it. Uh, 76ers make it and they lose. Yeah. Shoot an apple off my head. Nice. Um, yeah, I'll keep this short and sweet because I know we have a fun segment to end the show. Um, but, I, you know, I thought we'd have to fill our civic duty, which is to report on sports. Sports are happening. Basketball is happening. Um, some series have ended. Some series are still going. Uh, yeah, my team is, is uh, done. The Milwaukee Bucks had their most embarrassing moment of their lives as a franchise. Uh, they lost in five games to the Miami Heat. Heat. I didn't really prepare anything. I'm very angry. Angry. Mike Budenholzer needs to be fired. Fired. Um, Giannis went on a really nice rant about how the season is not a failure. Failure. Um, I don't. I like. It's just. I don't know. They they had. Even though it is a failure. It is. Like, it is. It is a failure. Um, I want them to trade for Damian Lillard, even though I don't. I just want the whole thing to go away. <laughs> I don't want to watch basketball ever again. Um, and 
I just like you don't call a timeout with 0.5 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't call a timeout with the game tied in overtime when the play is clearly broken. Nope. Uh, instead, you let Grayson Allen not get a shot off. Not at all. And your role players outside of Giannis, who was playing hurt the entire se- or the entire series, uh, looked awful. Well, Giannis isn't really a role player. No, no, I, I said other than Giannis, like. Oh, okay. Giannis, the star, played well. My bad. It's just, it's just all a mess. I've said this for years that the crutch of this team, or not the crutch, but the downfall of this team, will always start with coaching. I want Mike Budenholzer gone. I absolutely despise the Heat. I give, Jimmy, I give Jimmy Butler all the credit. Jimmy Butler is is a great player. He's talented. He makes good coffee. Whatever. They, it just, it was inexcusable. It's a dark, dark day. I'll say I'll, I will say that you almost have to just flush this series and move on. I mean, it was just such a perfect storm of bad things happening that it feels like there's no way it would happen again. Like you I just hope. can't. Feel Although this it. happened in the bubble too, to the same team. The bubble, and do you know what they did after the bubble? They went to the yeah. They, they lost. won. They won the NBA Finals. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're saying they're going to win the NBA Finals? No, but I am saying I don't really think you would count on them losing to an eight seed like this again. Yeah, you would hope. You would hope. I don't know. I basketball makes me angry. The Kings also lost at home, so that series is done. Yeah. And yeah, I just hope Mike Budenholzer is fired. I hope uh, you know Giannis stays. I hope they just they doesn't doesn't do anything crazy. It demands a trade. He's pretty locked up, but whatever. Say his nickname. The Greek freak. No. Budenholzer's nickname. Oh, Budenholzer. Mike. Mike Bootyholzer is terrible. I don't like him. There you him. go. He makes me very angry. Bootyholder. I've said for years that he's he's the downfall of this team, and I just I wanted to go home. I wanted to enjoy more playoff basketball. Maybe go to a game. I'll be back home. But no, Mike Bootyholzer just ripped that all away from me, and I will never forgive him for it. That's it. We're gonna go to a break and do the student segment. I'm angry, but Jackson Smith and Jigba made it a little better yesterday. Thank you for listening. We'll be back uh, in a moment. Welcome back to the Unwritten Rule at KCOU 88.1 FM. Uh, I just went on a little Bucks rant. We just did quick hits. Um, we're ending the we're ending the show. Hey, turn the mic. Sorry, on. sorry, sorry. You know, just leave me alone. I was scrolling. I'm I'm still a little I'm still a little angry. Um, we're ending the show with a segment we did. When did we do this last? It's been Sports maybe a year. Saturday. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We, we had to kill some time. We needed those yeah, hours. That's right. So we just asked uh, our two friends to come in. Uh, we wanted to get just some some regular Mizzou students' uh, perspectives on. I don't really hold know. on. Hold I don't on. really know regular. what Kenny didn't. There's nothing regular about this. That's a good point. Jack. Kenny didn't really put anything specific on the doc. I'll let you introduce them. All right. Uh, back on KCU Airwaves for the first time in a year now is uh, Zach Hernandez and Aaron Brozik. Um, two friends of the show and two regular listeners and texters, especially Zach Hernandez. His texts sometimes don't get read on air because they're so nice. Because they're mean. Um, but they're back. Uh, last time they were on here, they were barking and meowing. They're now adults, and they're here to talk about their Mizzou experiences and what they want to, what changes what they, they want to be when they grow up. And what what do they want to be when they they grow up? <laughs> Tell everyone Don't about away, Aaron. You wanted to be on air. Aaron, tell everyone about graduation and what you're expecting. Um, graduation in two weeks. Talk into the mic. Graduation in two weeks. And Zach? You're also graduating. We're all graduating. I don't graduate till 2025. Young and that's not because I'm hey, dumb. Tell Zach, how do you feel about the NFL draft last night? Oh, I feel pretty good about it. Um, all those, all those, I'm a Texans fan, by the way, uh, all those nerd analytic loser stuff that you're reading about the, (laughs) about the trade, that's bogus. They don't know ball like I do. The Texans are not going to be bad enough for the, uh, Cardinals to get one and two overall next year. They're going to win like six games probably because AFC South is, uh, bad. It's a nice way of putting it. I, I do agree with that. So they'll probably have like a I don't know, twelfth pick. People are overreacting a lot. What uh, was your first reaction when they got uh, when you saw that they had traded back up to three? Oh, I went like, oh okay, and then I like kind of shook my head a little bit, and then I looked at Austin for like five minutes. 
Austin's our roommate. <laughs> Thank you for providing the context. All right, back to Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, what are you looking most forward to these last two weeks at Mizzou? Last two weeks before you have to start your life? Probably getting away from you. Exactly. Doc, talk in the mic. Um, Tell us. I'm looking forward to hanging out with friends and enjoying my last few weeks and finishing up all my homework <laughs> and then actually having free time. Yeah, I, th- I thought I heard one. <laughs> Speaking of cats, um, I heard Aaron takes tests with cat in the name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, how, 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 how is that test prepara- preparation considering not anyone else in this room takes a test remotely that hard? Oh, I hated those months of my life. I was studying like four or five hours a day for the stupid MCAT. I don't know if I've studied four or five hours total yeah. since I've been in college. Uh, yeah, that's so. it's, it's probably, it's probably close. Uh, but congratulations. Uh, Zach, you're a math major. Um, How much studying do you do? Yeah. Uh, for what? You're a math major. I'm actually an accounting major. Big difference, buddy. Speaking I of, got- I just finished a group project today. We in, don't uh, really. in tax, I think it's deterred me from uh, <laughs> from wanting to do tax in the future. But you were supposed to do so my saying, taxes when you grew but up. But shout out to group number 38. Are you saying that this part of Mizzou should be changed? What? For the better? That this class you're taking? No, I'm saying I don't want to do taxes when I grow up. So you're saying maybe this class could be better for the next person so they don't no, have the I'm same situation No, I'm saying I think I'll, I'll not do that in the... Because the it's hard. Did you say you're not going to do your taxes when you grow up? No. No, I didn't He's say that. He's not going to do IRS. other people's. I will not... Uh, yeah, I won't do other people's. And I'll just, like, turbo tax every, once every year. Can you give us a... What does a dog sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Right, Aaron, back to you. Um, I think this is going really well. Yeah. Time, is, time is not flying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the slowest last five minutes of the show we've Keep looking had. over and it's like uh, 3.51. we got four more minutes. Um, Aaron, you have a cat now. This is crazy. Since last time you've been on here, you did not have a pet. Can you tell us about this kitten you have? Kitten? Kimmy? Kimmy. Tell us about Kimmy. Kimmy, the most beautiful cat ever in the world. Mm-hmm. Formerly named Lemon. I thought Lemon was a better name, but my family did not. But Kimmy, um... What kind of cat? She's a black cat. She has no tail. What happened to her tail? tail? She just doesn't have a tail. Oh, she was a stray, wasn't she? Yeah, she was found outside my house in a thunderstorm. And then we took her in. What would you say one of her flaws is? Nothing. She's perfect. The lack of tail, for one. No! She's not fat. (laughs) Kenny was making a gesture to his belly. Kenny thinks my cat is obese. I never said that. Yes, you, you were gesturing. Do not cancel me. Cat. All right, back to Zach. Zach, oh, now that we're talking about Kenny being critical of our pets, Kenny has nothing but mean words for my family's new dog. <laughs> <laughs> he has yet to say anything nice about Zach, her. It I think like we a need human to wearing a dog mask. <laughs> we need to, I think we need to tweet a couple photos so yeah, that people know she's what adorable. we're talking. Be some context. Do you these. love your dog? Because you have not given me a straight answer every time I ask you this. <laughs> I think she's a very good dog. That's say good. you love her. No. <laughs> I've only known her for like, I only met her for like a week. <laughs> you can't jump that quick. You can't, can't I, I've only lived with quick. her for like a week. I gotta, you know. It's yeah. a dog. What do you gotta get to know its personality? Yes. What it likes what on movie nights? I don't know. You know what its maybe. favorite song is? Too quick with the real, maybe the when I move back over the summer, she'll start, you know, annoying me a little bit and I won't love her. So. You won't love your own dog. Uh, I didn't buy her. Would my you trade? Did. Would you trade your dog for Aaron's cat? Um, no, my dad's allergic. But would I trade my dog for my old dog? Yes. <laughs> wow. Oh, feeling the love on KCOU's The Unwritten Rule. We're talking with uh, Zach Hernandez and Aaron Brozak. Uh, MU students. Their MU student numbers are. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> no, no, dude, you can't read it on air. That's confidential. Oh. <laughs> um, Aaron, last question for you. Uh, two more weeks of school, two more weeks before you never come back to Mizzou. I'm coming um, back. What are you going to miss the most about this place? My friends. No, come on. Give us something better. What's something people don't know? Wow. Something people don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The better. beautiful campus, the beautiful trees. What about like those secret walk or uh, staircases in Ellis? Oh, the cages? The cages. They took them out. Yeah, they, the they removed them. They took them yeah, out? Yeah, they're gone. Uh-huh. One time I found a guy trapped in them. Boo. So that's what you're going to miss the most? The no, I'm not going to move the cages. The stuck in the cage? 
Wait, wait, wait. I can tell you what Kenny's going to miss the most whenever he graduates in uh, two You're weeks. You're just going to start listing pandas, panda, uh, Demundos, Mort's, Taco Bell. Zach, you're going to miss Taco Bell? Miss There's Taco Bell everywhere. What am I going to miss? I think I'll probably miss um, probably Jacob and Fonte. Can I get a real answer? I don't know. Because we know that that is not the answer. Uh, you know, I'm going to miss Cornell what? Hall. What the heck was that? Was that a dog? Is there a dog in Quack. You like Cornell? Cornell is nice. I've been in there. It's, uh, it's probably the uh, nicest. Quack, quack, what is quack. going on? I feel like we've got animals. I, you know, I think it's nicer here. than the J school. You've never been in the J school? No, I haven't, but I um, feel like they put more money in Cornell, so. All right. Good answers. <laughs> Last time you guys will be on. Yep. Hope yeah. everyone I'm just kidding. Show. I'm just kidding. Don't look at me like that. This is the last time you'll be on. Meow. Say your goodbyes. Rough. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ryland Bannon is making his first start today in the uh, in Major League Baseball. There you go. Go watch that. It's not true. Aaron, oh, no. it's not true. <laughs> yes, it is. He's, He's lying. lying. Aaron, do you what am I lying about? You've learned a lot more before. about baseball no, since you became friends one. with Kenny. Yes, actually, before Kenny and I met. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know the Astros existed, and now I think I could name many players. And I think. Um, Who's your favorite? That my favorite. Pena. You said Jake Myers looked cute on the show. Oh no, Pena's cuter. There you go. But now I know too much about sports, in my opinion. Thank you, Kenny. All it right. is a curse. Well, well, Zach, well wait, done, Zach, guys. Zach, so, well, who's your well, favorite? Who's your favorite? My favorite Astro. Yeah, my favorite. Jordan. Uh. Yeah, my favorite. Frankie, yeah, or Kyle Tucker. Or Tuck. Okay. No. I like Kyle Tucker. He's ugly, but he's good. All right. <laughs> Everyone go listen to the show on Spotify. If, you miss, if you're just tuning in, you can skip this part if you want. Probably the, go best, listen, go listen probably to the, the best show of the whole year. If go I listen to, to the Max interview. All the other ones are mid. There you go. Zach, Zach thinks our show is mid, yet he came on it. All and right. The show. Everyone have a good weekend, everybody. Bye.